God damn it, Leroy. God damn it, Leroy. Leroy, you were just stupid as hell. <laughs> this is gonna be cool. <laughs> What's up, kings and queens, gods and goddesses? I am your host, Leroy Jenkins. And uh, joining me is the homie Ash. What's cracking, man? How you doing? What's good, man? Uh, I'm, I was actually, um, I found you uh, through uh, D-Rock. He was um, posting something and he, he was wearing some sort of piece and then he, he tagged you and then from there, uh, I clicked on, clicked on it, and then I followed you, and then uh, I ended up buying a piece from you, and then we ended up uh, meeting for a little bit. And, uh, and then I saw you on um, D-Rock's music, not music video, it was like a concert of the Breath of Fire. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that I was always interested, like, what is, what is that that you're doing? Was that like some Qigong stuff? or like When, um, when I perform with him? Yeah, yeah, what, what is that? Um, usually when I perform with them, it's, it's, um, just like a yoga flow. Like usually it's like a, um, okay. like a vinyasa flow that I put together or whatever. Uh, however I feel with the song, sometimes it's freestyle. And then other times, like, you know, I sit with the song, like, um, yeah, what was the song called? It was called, uh, I don't know if you heard the song Manifest Me when he's like, chant the pain away. Yeah. 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 Like that one, like, you know, I'll sit with the song and, uh, kind of feel, how I want my my body to move, or how my body wants to move, with the uh, mm -hmm. with the um the lyrics and the, the whole energy of the song, and I just kind of put together a flow with uh, my repertoire of uh, asanas that I you know practice or studied or you know um, used in the past, and I just put them together, and I you know make it a make it a, a part of the the show. You feel like uh, you're really tapped into into some sort of like, um, you know, state like a like it seemed like you're kind of just very intuitive with it where you're kind of just, you know, letting it flow like you're saying. And I, it is kind of like a like art because I'm into uh, dance as well. I've been freestyling. I'm not doing it for long, probably like a month or two. And yeah, it it is a form of art. Even uh, I, I consider yoga or like any any spiritual practice a form of art. Yeah. Before we kind of get into it. um. I'm gonna. I'm trying something new for each of the guests by in, by creating more randomness in a, a conversation through a table topic. So in front of me, I have um, six categories, and I haven't looked at any of these questions. So this is a random, just as random as it is for me, uh, as it is for you. But you get to choose what category um, you want me to pull this question from. Uh, I have self awareness, belief, courage, exposed dreams. And life lessons. Those are the categories. Which one would you like to go with? Uh -huh. That's some good categories. Let's go with uh, life lessons first. If you were ever given, yeah, last, yeah, this is the right one. If you were ever, if you were given a year to live, what would you stop doing, and what would you start? Ooh. If I was given a year to live, <laughs> yeah. If you were given a year to live, what would you stop doing, and what would you start doing? Um, I feel like on a on a on a mental level, I would I would stop or attempt to stop like any you know like self doubt or uh, second guessing or um, overthinking. Um, mm. and what I would start doing would shoot I got a year to live would just be you know going for it you know diving in head first you know taking taking my precautions you know but diving in head first mm -hmm. trying new things and uh like like you said with the podcast kind of um opening my mind to a lot of different concepts and being able to explore the vastness of you know all these different theologies or belief systems or whatever or, 
you know, just to um, make me as as open and, and uh, receptive to all the life I could receive in that in that year to come. I feel like on a uh, on a physical level, I will probably stop um, probably uh, stop like spending time on social media or or uh, playing like video games, things like that. That can be you know kind of like um, time consuming. Um, yeah, and then what I it says card when is when video games is like it's so fun, right? Though. Right, <laughs> but um, so probably wouldn't be on social media or playing or video games or you know, uh, and, and probably what I would do on a physical level is travel more, you know, see more, spend time with with family members, you know, um, my nephews, my nieces, you know, things of that nature, see things I haven't seen before, touch bases with people I haven't talked to in a long time, you know. Like you said, uh, like you said before, probably uh, work towards healing, healing trauma when it comes to um, whether it's friends, families, you know, generational traumas that can be um, held within our family um, dynamics or uh, within our just day to day dynamics, whether it's, you know, growing up and somebody you went to school with or somebody, you know, you work with or whatever, you know what I mean? Just mending, mending yeah. those uh those um traumatic experiences are you know um experiences that were i guess in a sense of term unpleasant or like not pleasurable or, or things that you, you know you felt pain from or you felt unease from you know yeah how do you how do you differentiate between part of something that's part of your evolution versus healing because I, I feel like they're kind of um like one and the same, but like I don't know what what are your what is your perspective on that? Different, you said differentiating part of your your evolution and healing. Yeah, because you know how like the only thing that's constant is, is like right. change, and evolution is part of like our purpose. Uh, we're always moving forward, as energy is never static. So the idea is we're we're constantly going to be learning and growing and evolving. But what, how do you differentiate? that's something that's being part of your evolutionary process versus like something that you need a part of you that you need to heal or looking at healing through that lens. Like, I feel like it, it, it's kind of like, I feel like it's kind of like the differentiating factor is, is only like the, um, the actual perception of it. Cause it's, if you look at it, you know, on a, um, on a scale of like infinity and, and like from, for instance, from God's eye, oh, yeah. it's like, Everything that happens is going to be for the healing aspect, whether it's, you know, like a really, really traumatic experience, like somebody, let's say, going through being murdered or a a person being sexually assaulted or a child being abused, you know, like all of those things, even though they seem very Mm -hmm. cruel and and very like unpleasant. Also, like if you able to um, expand or or grow or uh, find the truth or find the the meaning in that can bring a lot of healing towards other people. You know what I mean? Where you can share that story and you could be, you know, um, an example or a lesson to somebody else by your experiences and ultimately bring a lot of fulfillment or a lot of light to other people's lives through that pain and, you know, through that growth. Kind of like, you know, when you, um, like when you're working out, you know, and you like, you, you in pain and it hurts, but you lifting a weight or you doing a push up or you running a mile and your body like want to give up and you feel all this pain and you feel all this resistance and all this suffering but ultimately you get stronger you know from those dying and mm-hmm. being reborn and dying and being reborn so i feel like the, um 
the differentiation the uh, factor that differentiates it is just you know the um our perception you know and it's like when we in our human our physical experience it's kind of like not seen as the healing but it's a part of the evolution say for instance like if you know, like you said earlier about going to war like because if you go to war that's definitely going to be a part of your evolution because it's like going to be many different things you learn um why you there whether it's you know the hand-to-hand combat or how to move how to how to uh, work as a unit how to be a, how to listen to orders all these different things it's also gonna be a lot of traumatic things that that come apart that you're gonna have to heal from later down the line mm-hmm. but um so like you know that will be a part of like you you're gonna be involved and you're gonna be becoming a soldier but at the same time you're picking up these different traumas and these different uh things that's going to become baggage that uh, later will have to be a part of the healing process or it might not become part of the healing process. You know, you might become a soldier and, and, you know, you, you live the rest of your life and you never heal from those things. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it was a part of the evolution, but it wasn't a part of the healing because the healing didn't have, you know, the, um, the enough time to come if it was going to come in that capacity. You know, if you subscribe to, multiple lifetimes and things of that nature then it's like you might heal from it in another lifetime but if you if it's no multiple lifetimes then it's like it, it kind of didn't get healed and then it can be healed for it can be healing for other people though because you know people can hear your story or your family members can, can tell your story or whatever and they can learn from you know uh things that you did or things that somebody else did you know what i mean yeah yeah you touched up on a lot of um things there like when i'm looking at it through like a yin and yang kind of um lens that like um death and and birth like it's like a it's like a loop right like life death and rebirth or the samsara wheel or whatever like um whenever we're we're in this state of creation we're also destroying too because everything that's destroyed was something new emerges and then everything that's created was recycled from something that used to be destroyed right so the idea of like creation and destruction are kind of weaving in and out of each other and this is a something that i kind of struggling with maybe even probably now and the idea is like if human beings are so perfect um like how we say we are then why the need for healing in the first place right and and, and it's like i mean and that's a big part like you say uh I've, i've struggled with that too over the past probably like a year or so just the daughter and just uh theorizing of that i had a conversation with my girlfriend a couple months back about how i had did a um like a three day three days of darkness i did that no i did i did a, I did a three-day fast and i did one day in dark like i uh I was in i was in the closet for like a whole day and i like put the put the uh put a cover down so like no light to enter mm-hmm. into the room and i was doing a um and it was the third day or the second day of like a dry fast. So I wasn't consuming any water mm-hmm. or um, any foods. So I didn't need to go to the restroom. So I was just like, you know, just sitting there in the dark, like, you know. And um, mm-hmm. and one of the things that that uh, crossed my mind was just how, like you said, how um, the word I used for it was just how like uh, destructive human life is just in general. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, not, not human life, just the the body and just survival. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, uh, it's yeah. like parasitic in a sense because it's like you know we we come literally into this world and like 
one of the first things that we do is like um is is to eat you know what i mean like you you come out of your mm -hmm. mom's womb and only you know 10 15 minutes go by and you eat you know you either eating from her breast or you you eating from a bottle or something but you eat you know and that begins the cycle of, of destruction you know what i mean because it's like everything you eat is going to come out the other end is some waste or some uh a byproduct you know and you gotta mm -hmm. keep and you gotta keep consuming in order to keep uh, living and it's like you literally producing like you know and it's like how uh, even with words how they have a lot of devil meaning in English like you literally producing shit and it's like you know the shit is like just you know it, it's like yeah. it's not only like waste but it's also like the matter you know what I mean like the uh, and it's not useless but it's also like it's 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 also like it's not like I wouldn't say like a dark thing but it's like this this you know, something that we consider foul, you know what I mean? Like, it stings, it's like, nobody, you don't want to touch it, like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to be around it, like, it's like, it's like yeah, this, yeah. this, we don't want to talk, we don't even want to, I don't even want to see it, you know, but it's like, that came out of your body, you know what I mean? And it was once, it was once this delicious yeah. meal, and now it's a heaping pile of, like, this un, un you know, undesirable dung, and you like, ugh, get that away from me, and it's like, before, you couldn't wait to get it into you, you know, so yeah. it's like, it's like crazy that um that you said how we so perfect but yeah we need this healing and it's like that it's just built in the the dna of like this whole reality it's like we we have to eat to survive whether you know we vegan or whatever it's like you're still eating something that's that was alive you know what i mean whether it's a plant or a tree or whatever and it's like yeah it was created to sustain you know, life or to be eaten, but it's like you still need it. It's not like a, it's not like a, um, yeah. Like back when I used to fast a lot, I used to think like that a lot. Like man, like I wish I didn't need to eat food. Like I wish it was just like I could just eat for my own enjoyment. <laughs> like because I like food. Like it's you know I love eating. It's like the fact that I need to eat. It's like you you become a slave to it. You know what I mean? Because it literally and, and they you literally use that in for instance in America to to feed their their society and the system and the whole machine is based off of our, you know, our, our need to survive. And one of the ba most basic needs of survival is eating. Even if you're homeless, whatever, you know, home, you, you got eating and then you got uh, clothes and then you got shelter. But the one you can never get away from is eating. Even if you're homeless, you don't got no, you don't, you can have, you could be butt yeah. naked and not have no home, but you still need to eat, you know? So you like, you got to either ask somebody yeah. else for some money or you got to, you know, have a little talent, you got a little hat or whatever, but you got to do something, whatever, ask the government for money, whatever, to eat. Yeah, that's actually on um, Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Nah. Are, are you familiar nah. with his uh, pyramid? Yeah. So if you type in a hierarchy of needs in um, Google or something, the image, it's like a triangle. And uh, he starts off with like our basic human needs has to be met first before we right. move up to self-actualization and self-actualization as at the top but like to, to even get there we have uh, relationships to to nurture then we have like the, the basics food sex um you know all those things but we have to meet those needs right. first the primal aspects of self before we can move up to the higher enlightenment right. aspect right. because um when, when you're talking about like food i think um i, I kind of see it in three different aspects where like people could eat for like um they could kind of eat for like entertainment right or something uh, which is the the taste? Then someone could else can eat the same thing, but they're looking at it from more of like uh, energy, 
So that's more of like midterm. And then mm-hmm. we can also eat for health. So you have like, we could eat just for entertainment. We could eat for uh, our energy levels or we could eat for health. And sometimes the most healthiest things don't really uh, right. taste the best to our taste buds um, starting out. But back to what you're saying about um, the healing part, like looking at it from an evolutionary standpoint, right? Like if, if a species doesn't adapt, then it dies, right? Like in, in terms of um, evolution. So it's like when, when things happen to us, if we can adapt to the stress, which is a uh, positive stress is called you stress. Like if we don't, if we don't uh, adapt to the stressors, then maybe that's what allows us to cause them um, to carry that, that pain or that trauma that we never fully mm. adapted to it or integrated. Because um, I think there is an interesting word with healing that, that I look at it um, because healing implies that you're broken. Right. And I think Kildini, Kildini, are you familiar with him? The yeah, mushroom guy. Before. Yeah, he, he talks a little bit about that. Like he talks about uh, he doesn't really like the word medicine when he uses mushrooms because it mm-hmm. implies that he's broken or, or that he's sick. But he, he's like, why can't we use a better term for just self-exploration or something else? And I think uh, I think that's yeah. kind of true. Like when, when, we're, when we're looking at, uh, yeah, medicine, we're, we're saying that like when we look right. at ADHD or like people don't know that. The, the disorders that people have like schizophrenia or psychosis or anything those are altered states of consciousness the, these mental illnesses are are overcomable but like it's it's different than to say like i'm feeling depressed that versus like i i like um i i'm diagnosed with depression because like when you're saying i am diagnosed with depression you're taking it at its face value you're taking it and and like kind of identifying with that's part of who you are. I have ADHD and um, anxiety, but I don't think that there's something wrong with my brain. I don't think, uh, I think my brain just, it, it operates a little differently, but I don't think, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, could go, I could go on for that one, but I, it's the same thing with like, it, it, I don't know. I was just kind of touching up on the, the terminology. It's it right. a little tricky. Yeah, definitely. And, and, it's a, and it's a lot of, um, like, I, like I said, with words it, with the English language, especially, it's a lot of words with, like, you know, double meaning and they mean several different things. And, and then some words just don't mean what we think they mean at all. And, and that gets back into, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of, uh, like, etymology. That gets back into, like, the etymology of the word where it's, like, the origin of the word and, like, it's, it's, um, its first definitions and its first uses and things of that nature and how it's used today, for instance, like, with... Um, like the word nice, like the word nice actually means like foolish. And then, and then when you, and, and then when you like take that, 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 you know, the etymology of the word nice comes from like foolish. And then you look at things like we have in society and we say like, oh, the nice guy feels just last or like, you know, nobody, nobody likes the nice guy or like people use the nice guy. And it's like, and if you replace that word with foolish in those same sayings, and it's like, oh, the foolish guy finishes last or like, you know, like, um, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's, so it's like it, when you when you kind of start to dissect things of that nature, and you're like, hmm, like wait a minute, what am I really saying? <laughs> you know, because it's like the words yeah. carry the vibrations, and it's like it's, it's 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 um ingrained into our subconscious and collective mind. So it's like we create these sayings. You know, uh, like I, I said um, a couple years ago, like um how how we say how, how we say like oh like oh where did that come from and somebody would say like oh that came out of the blue you know and they're like that's the saying like that came out of the blue and it's like when you get into the, the metaphysics of like blue blue is like you know it's the it's associated with with the throat chakra or sometimes um the uh, uh the third eye so it's yeah. like oh that came out of the blue and it's like 
it, that like you saying, you know, that came out of your throat or your third eye, like your imaginative, you know, chakras. And you're like, oh, I just had this thought out of the blue. And it's like you you kind of saying, you know, that came out of my 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 throat or my crown, my uh third eye chakra. And you literally saying like that came out of my imagination. Oh, but true. somehow as people, we just decided, you know, collectively, like that was the saying without knowing like the real what we really saying. And you, like when you really get into what we're saying, it's like, dang, that's deep. And it's like I was just saying like that it was random, mm-hmm. but it's like it's not even random how we pick the saying. You see what I'm saying? Like even even when we think it's random, yeah. it's like it's like wait a minute, that's not random. That can represent my my third eye, and I'm saying it came out of blue. Like that literally, it came out of my mind. Like it came out of my my imagination, or it came out of my 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 connection with the Most High. Like I picked it up, like from from the universe. Like like wait, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's it's uh, words are yeah. definitely like you said with terminology and things. It's 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 very interesting when you start to really dissect dissect you know what yeah. it is we use to express reality because we you you often will begin to realize that like reality is is being expressed like according to the to the universal laws even if we don't know you know what i mean like regardless of mm. our our uh, our knowledge yeah. of how those universal laws work they still being expressed you know yeah it, you, i cuz i when i think um language is kind of like right. symbology as well like it's 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 not just like a symbols without words. I think words and language is a symbol in itself because different, if you really look at like the original, uh, the old, one of the oldest Bibles, was it the seven deadly sea scrolls or something where they had to like get these uh, linguists to kind of break down the, like the Hebrew or something. But out of that original language, um, I forgot what the, the language was called. That, that came out uh, Greek and then Latin and then like the English translations and uh, different versions of Bibles. But through all those translations, a lot of them, the original kind of stuff kind of got lost in the original, uh, like, scriptures. So I think uh, whenever you, you kind of play with language, you're, you're actually limiting um, a lot of things because language itself is a perspective, and, and each perspective has a limit. So I think, um, yeah, that, I don't know, that's just my, the way that I see it, but I did not know that the word nice. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a lot of words like that in our, um, like, for instance, you know, how, 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 uh, like you said to me earlier, how you, when you text me, it's, you know, grand rising, whatever, because it's like, you know, morning is literally, it, it's like, it, it means, it has, like I said, it's one of those words with double meanings. Like, it's like, it means the beginning of the day, but it also means like the the uh, grieving of somebody who's passed, you know what I mean? So it's like, you even in the, uh, in the, uh, the so-called conscious community, they they start saying good, good rising or grand rising to, to like, not um use that that uh that double meaning our confuse you know what i mean the yeah, confuse your intentions true. with this word that has it's a double, double like um like for instance when when the when the um first came to america you know and uh the aboriginals say that um what they used to call they used to call Asian, um they had a forked tongue or say something like that you know what i mean because they spoke with double meanings you know what i mean you uh you speaking and that's kind of like what for instance what uh damn near every u.s president does you know what i mean that double speak where they like they saying one thing but that's not what it mean you know my and it's like you know what they saying you know what i mean and they do it a lot in movies and music wherever but that's yeah. how usually that's what they do you know where, where, where we have uh 
periodic um, predictive programming where it's like they using that same at that same principle of double speak where it's like I'm telling you what I'm doing, but I'm not telling you what I'm doing because you don't understand what it is that I'm telling you. You know what I mean? So then it's like as as the as the one who receiving yeah. that, it, it becomes a part of this, the subconscious to start to uh, manifest that as on a collective scale because it's not you're not understanding the reality that's around you to even like you said before when you was beginning like to um to not just go with the flow to see the flow and be like oh wait it's going that way i'm not i don't want to go that way like you know i know what that yeah. is you know what i mean but it's like when i'm showing yeah. you in these movies and they're showing you in these presidential speeches like this is what i'm saying this is what i'm saying but this is what it really means then it's like oh you don't know what it means because mm-hmm. you think it sounds good but then when you get to the destination you're like wait a minute how we get here because that, that's where they was leading you, but you don't understand, you know, you don't have the vision or the understanding to to see uh, to see it for what it is. You know, and, and, and it's, and especially yeah. with words, because words is, is one of the biggest things that they use um, to confine us, you know, they got different memes on, on it on Instagram, you know, how they talk about you, ha- you have the weak and then you, we get the, you know, when you work in a nine to five, you get the weekend and it's like you get the weekend of the deal because you get the two days and they get the five. And then you have the, uh, what was that that uh, word? Dang, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's cool, man. Uh, but it's kind of interesting because like words are powerful, like what you're saying. And they even have a study where like mm-hmm. um, they have like two glasses of water and then just from writing the word love on it, actually uh, amplifies the the molecular ph mm-hmm. or structure or some shit with the water so they, they have a like kind of studies backing um the words but i think also what's important is the intent behind it because because um i think if you have good intentions and then you pour that into uh the word like for example if i write the word love on on my cl- my glass the intent that i'm putting out is, right. is just as important yeah as yeah, yeah because word, because uh, it's, it's, it's alchemy you know what i mean oh. like you can literally you can literally take 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 some uh you can take lead and make some gold, but you gotta have you gotta know how to how to do that, you know, how to work that magic. And you know, like you said, with that intent, that's where the magic like you people can still say the word nice and 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 literally be, you know, wherever they are in life and still be successful and still be accomplished and still heal and still work, do these things and, and they still use that word in the day-to-day life because they had you, you know yet that intention can override you know that 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 um that core you know whatever it is because it's like at the end of the day it's all a part of our, our imagination you know what i mean like it's that's why it's so important you know the third eye is so important and just like whether it's waking up or, or, or spirituality or whatever are these are these uh ancient societies or ancient cultures like that's why the third eye was so important because like that's you know your tool to to see and to bring in what it is that you want you know what i mean because the words like you said the words are like mm. yeah are are are, are, are um, symbols are not even symbols but descriptions that we see it because like that's where that's that's where that's where they got cut off because they, they don't want us to help uh, open up other people's third eye because when i think about the word when I think about the word, the third eye, right? Like I'm thinking, yeah. why is it our third eye? Shouldn't that be our first eye? And then our, our next two be number two and number three. Like, is that to, 
to hide the fact that our two right. eyes that we have are more important than the third eye? Like, what, what, is that some sort of hidden uh, thing? Well, it's kind of, well, it's kind of like it's kind of a double a double thing too, because it's kind of like if it's the first eye that's very important, but even if it's the third eye that's very important, because you know you have like with Nikola Tesla with three six nine, like you know three is a very very profound number, you know. So it's yeah. like it's kind of if it's first that's great, if it's the yeah. third that's still great. Exactly. <laughs> Let me answer the question really quick because there's, there's a lot of stuff that uh, we could get into um, about uh, the question was, if you were given a year to live, what would I stop doing and start doing? I would, uh, first of all, I would figure out if what I have that's <laughs> allow me to live for a year is curable. <laughs> I would try to figure out my way to, to go around it. Um, but I think uh, to kind of stop more of self-sabotaging myself more because um there's, there's a lot of time I kind of struggle with it where like I'll get to the top of completing something very successful, but then like I'll fuck shit up. Like I'm like a destructive artist in a way where like I, I like manifesting and then I like fucking it up for a weird, weird reason. Every time something is going well, I, I find myself kind of um, self-sabotaging. And then I always ask myself, like, why would I self-sabotage when things were going so like, you know, good? But I think what for me, when I'm uh, up leveling into a different paradigm of thinking, um, you're, I'm kind of like sabotaging old paradigms too, you know, and like a part of those old paradigms are holding me back and want, they like that, they like to be in that comfort zone. So I think uh, it makes them uncomfortable, I guess. But, um, and I, I would start spreading more uh, awareness, probably more and kind of stepping more into my power, my voice, because there's been many times where like uh, people told me like uh, that, that I matter to their life and stuff. And um, I, I never knew that someone cared about like what I had to say or like just me existing. I, I didn't really feel that type of uh, love, but now I'm kind of starting to step more into that. And, um, and also I would uh, slow down my healing process because I, I, well, for me, spirituality, there's a lot of shit that like I need to work on, you know, or I, I'm inspired to do, but it's like uh, taking things more uh, gradual, a gradual like process of healing than like, a uh, one-time event kind of thing is what uh, I probably should kind of slow down a little bit more, take a breather, and then, you know, get back to whatever it is that I'm learning, especially with the information <laughs> overload stuff that's going on because there's a yeah. lot of information on the internet now. But I think we have to be more cautious of, like, the type of information that we put in because we always have to think we when we're consuming content on social media, like, we're consuming that energy, you know, because energy yeah. and information are somewhat, like, connected and if you look at the mm -hmm. word feed right like oh i'm gonna look at my feed you're, you're feeding you're feeding that energy or you're feeding that whatever it is that they're putting out there so uh, i just thought it was kind of funny that the word feed was implied with like the content like we're feeding that energy or feeding off of that that uh you know whatever it is kardashians or whatever drama thing that's going on so that's something that i'm trying to be a little bit more mindful on like um following a certain amount, certain type of people, um, and then training the algorithm to work in my favor because uh, it, the social media is a, is a tool, but not everyone will use the hammer the same way. People will use it to abuse and, and destroy right. things. Some people will use it to build a house. But anyways, that's, uh, that's my answer to the question. Because uh, we're talking about symbology. What do you think about Lil Nas's music video? Because there's a lot of um, occult symbolism um, inside of it, but what what is your um, perspective I mean, on that? I feel like when I speak on when when I think it? about like 
the video is kind of like my my uh, thoughts on it are more are more around um like the whole the whole uh movement of um uh, of the LGBT community and things of that nature. You know what I mean? So it's like it, it kind of like when I when I think about that video, I think about the whole totality of it and everything. Um, because for me, honestly, like you know, it, it, the video itself it was it was very extreme and uh very uh like you know yeah like shocking. You know what I mean? Like very very okay. like. <laughs> Like, like, yeah, like just a very aggressive and very aggressive, much like yeah. a, a a hit, you know what I mean? Of just like different images and different like ideas, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it, it's almost like it's almost like you know being mentally raped, you know what I mean? Like to how mentally you if you don't know what it is that you about to see and you see mm-hmm. it, you're like, oh, what the hell just happened? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and that's kind of that's kind of how a friend of mine was because he he yeah, doesn't yeah. even like. He don't he don't be on social media like at all, like you know he kind of like more, more you know old fashioned in that sense that he just work with people, talk to people in real life. He don't he'll call you on the phone yada yada yada, but he don't really use Facebook, Instagram, all this other stuff. He just be in in real life, like he function in real life. So when he seen it, he hadn't even heard a little Nas X, like so he like wait what is this? Like you know what I mean? So it's like. He hadn't he hadn't been uh, familiar with like none of his past work or even like you know his first Old Town role. He like yeah I just heard that I remember that song back when they was playing, it, but I didn't know who that was. And he like he's seen him with Nas and he like bro I'm just seen him with with the old Nas and like I don't even know what it is yet. So he was like like I said it was like it, he the first thing he sees that video is like you literally you just got assaulted. You know what I mean? Because it's like if you if you um have certain ideas or theologies. And then you see that it's like it could be very it, it is very offensive to a lot of people. You know what I mean? But at the same mm-hmm. time, for me, it's kind of like it's not that I'm like like numb to it. It's just like I feel like me being on the other side of that spectrum. Like I said, I had a friend who wasn't aware of all these different things. Me being on the other side of that spectrum, for it's like I do see, you know, how they move and how they start to incorporate more you know, um, LGBT, LGBT things in mm-hmm. schools and, and, um, and, and pop culture on Netflix, TV shows, yeah. children books, children cartoons, um, comic books, all these different things, all these different mediums, movies that they, that they um, um, introducing those things in that when I mm-hmm. see Little yep. Nas X video, I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? So even with even with other rappers where it's like, mm. you know, he's the first, yeah. you know, quote unquote, openly gay rapper. But I'm like, it, we, you got, you know, Lil Uzi, Lil Uzi Bird and, and Playboy mm. Cardi and, and Young Thug. And, they you know, wearing dresses and had their fingernails done and painted and pretty and they posing mm-hmm. like women in camera. And, you know, so I'm like, it's it's already there. It just wasn't on that level. You know what I mean? Something like that. It's already being. It's already being. For instance, like yeah. that. It's already being rolled out. Like, like, um, with you know, like for instance, on the, on a larger scale, with another type of like, um, with pharmaceuticals or, or companies or um, the New World Order, for instance. Everything. It's already. It's, it's already being rolled out. You know. So when they have like, mm-hmm. oh, somebody. It was a. It was a school shooting. You know what I mean? And all these people that you kind of like. Okay, I, I that's I know how they I know the moves that they be making, so it's like I'm not really surprised that it was another school shooting or it was a, another this or another this or this propaganda this or whatever. You know, I'm just like 
wow, like this that's what we are. I'm like in the, in the, in just in, in our reality and in our um in our current phase of, of existence. You know, I'm just I'm just taking in that that's where we are as a um as a whole. But but it's even yeah, because uh, th- there's there's a lot of uh dark uh, entities latching onto. Uh, people like um, I don't know if you saw the video where like this woman, uh, this transgender woman, she was uh in the court and she was kind of talking about giving um, like hmm. five year olds estrogen and testosterone blockers. No, no, I didn't see that. That's, that sounds crazy. Did you see that video? So she was in the uh, whatever he, he was in the court and they're trying to get it approval so they could um make it give kids, uh, I think they're like five to seven years old, uh, estrogen blockers and testosterone blockers. And there's the the judge were saying, or like one of the guys was saying, like, why would you want to tamper with a child's right. uh, hormones when they haven't fully developed? And the woman or the man or the trans woman, um, she didn't really have a, a response to it. Like she kind of felt numb to like, you could see there was no compassion or no, she didn't think about it. She kind of just like, just wanted to push right. forward that propaganda of uh, agenda uh, of what we were saying that the community but uh, yeah, it was kind of like, what kind of, um, I don't know, I feel like what kind of sick person would want to kind of uh, put that out there. So there is dark um, energies um, that, out there. And to say yeah, that there isn't, is, you, you I might, like it's kind of borderline crazy know? at that point. You say there isn't, because especially like, like I said, with back, like to the video, like with Little Nas X, it's like they, both of these things, because the main two things about the video is like, you know, it's the, um, it's the homosexuality and it's the demonic stuff. And it's like, Demonic stuff already been everywhere in music, yeah. especially with our generation. Like, you know, back back in our parents' generation, maybe it was more like it was more covert. But in our generation, I, I remember I remember when I was 14 or 15 and I'm at home and we watching the, the MTV Awards in the living room with my friend, my mom, my sisters. We all in the, in the living room watching the MTV Awards. Lady Gaga did a full blood sacrifice on stage. And I'm sitting there like, what? the hell is going on right now like and her performance like she pouring blood all over herself and like the, the ropes put her up and she dying on the stage and they like oh this is beautiful and i'm like what's that and all the you know the people in the crowd like clapping and they're like oh she's so she's such an artist and i'm like what the hell are we watching right now and it's like so it's like that, that's been in you know the music especially the music you know whether it's little wayne and he got devil horns or somebody katie perry sacrificing dead bodies or it's cannibalism in one of her videos and all this you know so it's like it's already there it's just a matter of like incorporating it and taking it up to a next to the next level to where it's like that's why i feel like that video got so much shock and so much like attention because it's like they just took it to Mm. a next level and they actually fused the two of the and 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 then it it was just so many different variables because it's like you know they already do like with Dave Chappelle spoke about it, they already have the thing in Hollywood to where they want a a a, a, a black man to wear a dress, you know, to to advance mm-hmm. in his career. And Dave Chappelle already spoke on that, like you know what I mean. So it's like it's art, it's been there, yeah. but it hasn't been in in like it hasn't been openly accepted in rap to say like oh like you gay and then to literally be doing gay stuff in a video. So it was like it was a it was a mark of like okay, this is the first yeah. gay artist. And he and he a male and he black and he doing demonic stuff and he doing it. So it's like all these different compounds. That's like a whole soup of just, you know, like different things. Cause it's already, you know what I mean? They already been 
oh, look at uh that guy over there. He he's doing this, and, but he's not saying he's gay. You know what I mean? But it's like a lot of things. Even they had back back in the day in early two thousands with Lil Wayne and uh and Birdman, whatever they had. You know when they kissed and he like, yeah, this is my daddy. And, you know, yeah, the only, and Birdman literally at at one hundred six and Park saying like, yeah, he the only one. I'm the only one he could kiss on the lips. Like he literally said that on TV. Like this is these are two grown men and they supposed to be gangsters. They're supposed to be bloods. They're supposed to be this and, and yeah. But but the the thing is is that the thing is is that why like nobody's right, saying that there's something right. wrong with like, it, but it's right. the fact that they had to hide it's it. Like, and what, not what do you, it. It, like I said, with the double speak. So it's like you yeah. say if you gay, you gay. Say it. Well, why you? What do you? What do you? What's with the? What's with the tricks? Like why you gotta use the tricks to make it seem like oh like you just <laughs> under undercover homo thug as opposed yeah, to yeah. you just saying gay? Then then just do that. Yeah. Well, because check check out because like pe- people forget that. The entertainment right, right. industry was built off of predators, literally, and, and like the whole industry. And uh, what happened was um, that a lot of, especially with the like the the homosexuality, like the homo community, hid behind the, the entertainment industry because um, when people you see people abuse their powers because like they don't want that uh, like I don't know, the way that I see it, like they don't want to have that responsibility. If you can't have that, if you don't want to live up to the responsibility that comes with that power right. then that's when it becomes uh corruption so it's like when when an art a very talented artist is sitting across the table from right the, at the time the, the only gatekeeper like you know the the, the artist wants it like the, their their dreams to come true and it's like that that it's that moment when that person can try to take advantage right. of that other person's vulnerability exactly. like how bad do you want exactly. it or like and, trying and, to block and, it. and it's and like you and said it's, like, it's not wrong like with, with being homosexual, but it's just the fact, like you said in court, like that you're that is that is actually being used to push onto like children, and it's like that's the thing where it's like okay, it's nothing wrong. For instance, with Lil Nas X, if he wanted to be gay in his video, all right, be gay in your video, but you literally bending over and taking it from the devil. You know what I mean? It's like it's not it's not like you just like he just kissed a dude, a, a regular dude in his video. Like, like, no, nah, you get you, you, you literally the devil was sitting yeah. on his throne in hell, and you bending over taking it from the devil. Like, that's that's like, hold on, like, we can't yeah. say we can't say shit on TV, but this what we can put on TV. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, I feel like if you have a following, then you you have somewhat of an authority, and you're, right, you're seen right. as an influencer, which right. means that you're of a role model for kids, or you're a role model. For so it's like, yeah, you could you could create your own piece of art, but you also got to be mindful that if the people right. that are following you, like you're putting out a, a message and, and an idea, and now that idea is in, in a, another person's mind, and um, is that something right. that you want to have? Like, I don't care if it was. That? I don't care if it was a woman. If you bending over in front of the devil, you still bending over in front of the devil. Like what? <laughs> like what? Are, like it's like as a society, it's like this is what we want our art to be. Like to where it's like you want a woman or a man to be in hell in a video bending over in front of the devil. Like and it's like that's art. Like how? What, what part of this is art? To where it's like it's okay mm-hmm. to. To visualize, you know, fornication with 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 uh, literally the embodiment of everything evil and all this, you know, whatever people consider the devil to be, you know what I mean? Like, what, what part of that is is artistry and and, and expression? Yeah, just rolling out a, a an agenda. This is not, this is not about art. It's it's not about expression. It's not about 
freedom of speech. It's about it's it's about something else. Cause it's like, why is 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 this like explain it to me? You know what I mean? Like if that's if it's art, like explain to me how like how this is art. Because it's at that point it's just, it's just some demonic like mm-hmm. party. You know what I mean? And it's like it's just this is just a demon party. And it's just like you yeah. know we live in you know, and it's like like you said, we 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 understand that it's a lot of uh, dark forces, dark forces, and different entities in this realm, in this world. But it's like, are we are we uh, you yeah. know, in it, in and even in art, are we expressing the art as a way to let it be known that they're there? Are we expressing the art to let it be known, like, yeah, let's, let's party with them? You know what I mean? Because in that little Nas X video, you like, mm. I'm about to go party with them. You're not saying like, oh yeah, this is what's going on. You know what I mean? It's like be aware of these things, take heed, or you know, understand. You know, like how how you could be deceived, or how you could you could use the devil as a, as a as a symbol as, as this deception and this this you know entity or these beings that can use you or abuse you or. But you like, nah, let's go have a party with them. It's like, huh? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, because when when we look at like the uh, as above, so below thing, like. When, when I look look at when the topic that we're talking about, like, I kind of see it like, you know, like the Matrix, like Mr. Anderson, right. how he has to affect another person to become the same Mr. Anderson. And it's like, a, it's kind of like a virus, like some humans, they're like energy vampires, right? Like they're, they're literally viruses that like, they just want to go around and infecting other people with their negativity and their trauma and their pain. And they, did, they just do all that self projection. So like, to me, uh, since we're, we're talking about like, because um, that kind of ties in with energy um what kind of what kind of energy work do you uh you kind of work with and how do you protect yourself um and you know like all that stuff like protecting yourself against those uh negative entities um like, yeah i'm wondering if you could kind of shed some light on that. one of the biggest things i feel like to, to uh to protect yourself is is, is kind of to like to learn in order to have an understanding you know what i mean like for instance with, with like like we're talking about with the little knives actually on things mm-hmm. like like i said it was a lot of people like you know like it, it enrages you and things of that nature but it's like for me like i feel like personally uh me understanding all these different things and me understanding like if if this new world order is doing what they say or doing what you know people say they're doing then that's just a part of the plan you know what I mean? So it's like when it's, when I understand that that's just a part of the plan, I, you know, I understand that me feeding in to that with my anger or my, you know, um, my uh, whatever, you know, my my just my energy is literally what they want. You know what I mean? Like you said, they want me. They yeah. want it to be on my feet. They want me to, to, to talk about it, to comment about it, to do, 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 whatever. And it's like when you kind of understand tricks going on and a lot of like illusion then it's like just don't 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 pay attention to the show like yeah you know what i mean it's like with the tv it's like one of the ways you protect yourself from from everything that's going on with tv is don't watch the tv like you know what i mean so it's like and, and, and social media has become a new form of tv and a lot of different things to express this news and it's this and oh this is going on over here and this is going over over here so it's like one of the best ways to protect yourself from a lot of the stuff that goes on is to is to focus like on you like you said and how you can like what you can do if you do yeah. want to change that what you can do you know not like what you what you what you think you should do but but in reality that's not really possible for you to do you know what i mean like 
it like you like I you know I want to make it so they don't show the video on YouTube yeah. no more. But it's like you can't you can't really do that. You know what I mean? So it's like you you put an energy into working on a campaign and you might start a petition, take it off YouTube, whatever. But it's like that's that's not that's not gonna happen. So what can you do to inform people so that when these attacks come, they have the capability to defend themselves against that rather than trying to stop it, you know, like, um, for instance, being being proactive and not reactive, you know what I mean? So that you could be able to to have that armor because yeah. that's what they that's what they do in this reality is they continuously attack and attack and, and test us. Whether And it's not just they, it's, you know. It's us too, because it's, it's it's a part of our like we was talking about before, our evolution and our healing to test ourselves. You know what I mean? Whether it's it could be a random stranger around you, and he could be he could be testing your patience, and he had a bad day, and he walk up to you and bump you, or step on your shoe, or you know whatever, or cuss you out, or whatever, say something racist, whatever. And it's like it's a test for you, you know, to understand that that's not even about you. That's that might be about what that person going through, and they just trying to affect you with whatever rage they got and they don't know how to handle it. So it's like, you know, we, it's, 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 it's a testing ground, you know, this whole thing. So it's like, how can you prepare yourself for the, for these tests? And that's by, you know, studying, you study for the test. So when the test comes, you know, the proper answer, you know, how to not react, whether it's with a simple relationship, like me and my girlfriend, how, how can I prepare for the test of us having a disagreement or argument? It's like, hold on, wait a minute. I'm about to, I'm starting to get mad. Like, why am I getting mad? You know, like what, what's going on? Is, is this because of what she said right now or something in the past or my experience with this or something I'm holding on to and all these different things. And it's like, so the more you study self and understand yourself and, and your triggers and how, how you can be um, stimulated in these, um, in these ways that can hold you back or, or hold you down or, or bring you down, then you could be able to work around it. You know what I mean, and and and, uh, and not be like I used to tell my uh, coworkers at work, like being like water instead of being like soda. You know what I mean? Like the world shake you up, like the world gonna shake you up. But it's like when you open it, are you gonna be like water? And the water you can shake up the water, it's just gonna sit there. It's gonna be like, all right, well, I'm, you can still drink it. It's just and now it's just water with some bubbles. But the soda is gonna explode. You know what I mean? So it's like you you gonna get shook up. Even if you live in a cave, like you go, you something in life is gonna shake you up. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, how, you know, can I, can I just be I like that. able to understand why I'm being shook up and how I can react in a way, or, or not even react in a way, but respond in a way that's conducive to me learning and not me creating another layer of, of trauma or creating another layer of suffering. Yeah, you you touched up on a lot of things. Um, back what you're saying with the um, like being proactive versus reactive, the the frame that comes to my mind is the being at the cause of things, which is more of the victor mindset, versus exactly. like being at the effect, which is like the victim person who just blames everyone but themselves, right? And when we look at the media and how mainstream thinking, like it's easy for people, it's convenient for them because. It, because they don't have to think for themselves so it's easy for them to just be like a sheep like everyone else and just do what everyone else is doing and i think um we're we're definitely in a new era or a, definitely in a shift of energy where people are starting to take back like the energy or the minds that or the frequency that we give to like now we're not relying on the government right. to take care of our health now we're taking control of our own temples and our own bodies right and, 
think it's a good uh, metaphor that we give our power away a lot of times and we have to kind of take back that power of whether it be taking back our energy, taking back our attention or like our, just our frequency um, in general, our energy. I'm curious. Um, you moved out of uh, LA. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of uh, curious, like um, what, when and why, why did you move um, out of LA? Is it the energy of, of California LA or like late August, like uh, early September last year. And, um, it was a lot of different things. Like, okay. uh, over the past maybe two years, it had been a lot of just like trials in life and uh, moving from, from place to place and um, different energies and, and also working um, working to be independent and not not wanting to not not wanting to uh, work for somebody else, but wanting to be self-employed and everything and that being like a hardship in LA. Especially with this, you know, the cost of living and everything like that. So it um just me standing my ground with that and wanting to continue my uh self employment journey. It brought a lot of trials and tribulations through that journey. And then um that was one aspect of it of, you know, if I moved to Arizona, it'd be a lot easier, you know, to to uh sustain myself with, with the uh with the means I'm able to accumulate as opposed to LA like the uh, amount of effort I would have to put in in order to sustain myself. You know what I mean? And another aspect is um, just, you know, yeah. the, the whole city itself, being the city, being it, it being a focal point of a lot of different things, um, which can be powerful or, or it can be, you know, something negative because LA can be, it's, it's, it's like everything. It can be very, very beautiful or it can be very, very ugly. You know what I mean? But like LA is like a, another, like like with the video, it's talking yeah. about it's another level of that. You know what I mean? Because it's because of the because of the energy that it carries. Yeah. Like you know, like New York, it's one of the focal points of our nation. You know, so it's it's a lot of energy that is you know that's all the time. You know what I mean? And it's like it's it's like a it's just it's all the time. It's mm. you know. Um, it's active, you know what I mean, as opposed, as opposed to somewhere like where I am right yeah. now in Tucson, yeah, like it's, yeah. it's relatively quiet, they, you know, it's not a lot of, it's not the same level of intensity in terms of, I feel like, mm -hmm. vibrational attack, you know what I mean, because like, lately, yes. you know, you got the small, you got the overpopulation, yeah. you got the, a lot of homeless people, you got, you know, but like I said, you also have a lot of other things, like, you know, in LA, for instance, where, uh, where I where I even met D-Rock, because you said that's how you're introducing to me, was through one of the events they used to have called um, California Consciousness. And that was because of the vast amount of people in LA, you know, because it's more people, you get more people who gonna be more likely that's gonna be like uh, um, on that frequency. You know what I mean? So it's like in LA, you, you have the capacity to hold these events where you have it, mm -hmm. hundreds of yeah. people come and y'all are talking about these uh, spiritual outlets and yoga and eating good and planting and growing for yourself and sustainability and all these different things because you have those vast amounts of people and uh resources that you can tap into so it's like you know that's one of the the uh the high positives of that and then you know you but you also have you know all the other stuff that go on whether it's you know the the war shows and all you know whatever if it, if how true it is or not but you know the 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 pedophile yeah. ring that could possibly exist right under, you know, 
your feet and everything yeah. that me personally, I, I feel like I felt like um, okay. certain times, like uh, maybe like four or five years ago, like when I, I was just like heavy into my meditations. And I remember feeling like um, on this one night, like just, just, just like I just felt like people's pain. Like, and it was like, I could just feel like a, um, like a, a, a sadness. And I didn't feel like it was coming from me. I felt like it was like something going on, like just and specifically in LA. Like it was just like this, this, you know, how we was talking about with Little Nas X video, like all that demonic stuff. Like I don't know what goes on underground Hollywood. I don't, I don't think I want to yeah. know what yeah. goes on. I, I, I don't, I don't want it to go on, but I don't think I want to know because I, I feel like that'll probably make me angry if I truly knew what goes on behind them doors. You know what I mean? But it's like I, 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 I felt like I, I yeah. at, at a certain point, like that, I, I was feeling like those emotions or, or events or whatever, and I just was like, you know, it, it's I, I don't know if this is the place to, you know, kind of start a family and everything, like you know what I mean. And then that's yeah. that's that's one aspect of it, and then another aspect of it yeah, is I, I was just I, over the years I've. I've heard from different people, you know, like uh, about this event that's supposed to happen in the future to where L.A. is like uh, not even L.A., but like a, a lot of California is like devastated. And it's like uh, this tsunami or this earthquake or whatever. But I, mm. Yeah, I've, I've been hearing about that for years. Yeah. And then even yeah, before me hearing about that yeah. for years, like from social media, from people, whatever, like. I remember just growing up, like my mom or whoever used to say that, like, yeah, we supposed to have been had a tsunami or been had the big earthquake. And, you know, it's like when I reflect on that, it's like, so why are we as people still like chilling in a place where, you know, my mom, who's not, you know, in that frequency, she is just known being in L.A. Like, yeah, we 50 years overdue for a humongous earthquake. So it's like, so when like, is the evacuation notice on that, like, if we... <laughs> half a century overdue for this big one that could, you know, create all this mayhem and whatnot. But we like, oh, it's, maybe it's not going to happen to us. You know what I mean? And, and you just kind of move, moving with that kind of mindset. And I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't want to mm-hmm. be on the, uh, be on the mindset of like, oh, it, it, it wouldn't happen to us kind of thing. Cause it was just too many signs that I was seeing. Like it was just time, it was just time to go. Cause I don't know how, you know, how, how much longer, LA or California itself is gonna hold that stability, and then you know with COVID yeah. hitting and everything, and it's it's become it's a lot of stuff that's been going on in LA, like politically, not even LA, California politically. That's been like okay, like this California is moving um the wrong direction when it comes to uh, its policies. You know what I mean? When it comes to uh when it comes to the the um the ultimate yeah. the rolling out of the uh of the, the new world order and everything like California, New York, not, not really the places you want to be when, when uh, a lot of these dominoes that if they will fall, if they do fall, that's not really the place you want to be, you know? And, and I feel like COVID, I feel like COVID in, in, uh, in a tort, yeah. in, um, in, the, in, the, uh, I feel like COVID was kind of like a sign and like a, a preview of like the dictatorship our nation can really turn into. And I didn't like how, I didn't like that yep. vulnerability of, of, of California and L.A. like when it came to that, because it's like I said, like when New York it's one of the places where like if it, if, if COVID is like a preview, I don't want to see the movie. 
and being I don't want to be in California when the movie is, when it's time for the movie to come. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's it's it'll be crazy. Even like I remember um, yeah. when COVID hit and, and everybody was tripping off. You know, like the toilet paper and all the groceries and stuff. I remember going to the store and I'm going to five six different stores just to find water. You know what I mean? And it's like because it's so many people, it's like it's it's really gonna be scarce because it's like California produces a lot of food, but a lot of stuff in our nation is, is export import. You know what I mean? So it's like from a different state, from a different. It's coming from a truck. You know what I mean? So if the trucks stop, it's too many people here to sustain mm-hmm. anything for a long amount of time. And then you know the more people you around, the more danger you're going to be susceptible to because most people aren't equipped to handle like i was just saying about being like water or being like soda most people are soda so when shit hit the pan they're gonna be coming after everybody and anybody you know what i mean like it's not gonna be like it's gonna be a lot of uh, it's gonna be a good amount of people who you know gonna keep that frame of mind to where you like you gotta stay calm you gotta work together but it's gonna be a lot of people who like i'm in it for myself and whoever i need to take it from i'm gonna take it from and I'm going to get it however I need it. You know what I mean? Mm. And I feel like a lot of stuff that happened last year was kind of like a preview. Like, okay, like, if this was to happen, like, if, you know, shit hits the fan tomorrow, like, are you ready for that? You know what I mean? And I feel like, it, 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 but like I said, being that it costs so much, the cost of living is so much, if you don't have the resources for that, then it, and then it's going to be hard. You know what I mean? To, to be ready for that. Even if we talking about like not even on a, a natural disaster level like earthquake or tsunami, but just like the government, you know what I mean? With with the COVID and the vaccines or whatever. I currently spend a thousand seven hundred a month for a one bedroom, right, right. one right bath now, apartment. Right now, my apartment, for other places like, is like a house a payment right there, you know. Uh, for the same for the same thing, right? For one bedroom, one bath. It's like yeah. <laughs> and if I was paying seventeen hundred, I could yeah. I could be in a house right now. With, with a whole backyard, <laughs> with a whole garden, with a whole, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, mm, yeah, it's it's just, <laughs> I didn't I didn't like the preview of, of of what what everything how everything was moving, and yeah. it's like, okay, so if, if things really do, like you know, because you know, I, I'm 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 I I subscribe to the belief of you know the consciousness and everything of of everything is happening for a reason, and we are approaching this point of of of, of of critical mass, if you will, to where the world will turn on itself and we're going to reach a new age where a lot of this stuff would ultimately fall apart and become outdated and we move into a, a peaceful time or even a higher level of consciousness as a whole. But I also understand, like you said, what we were talking about earlier about before that new life can come, there has to be mm-hmm. the destruction, you know? So it's like, I mean, from, from everything I've experienced with life, like whether it's a tree, whether it's, you know, oh, yeah. a car, like that's how alchemy works. Like before you can get to that new, that new thing, that old thing got to die. So it's like, what is going to be the level of that death, you know, and which areas are going to be affected by that death the most. And when I think about LA, I feel like if we do, if hopefully it is a peaceful transition to this new consciousness, but if it's not, then it's like, that's one of the places that could be affected the hardest because of, because of everything, you know, whether it's, whether it's even just mm-hmm, on a, car, yeah. a, car, a karmetic scale to be in that being the hub of Hollywood, you know what I mean? And it's like a lot of what we're talking about is from the result of Hollywood, 
you know, hey, whether it's the movies, whether it's the the agendas, whether it's the the stereotypes, yeah. putting putting people down, dividing people from each other, and you know, that that's Hollywood. In order yeah. for us to you know reach a reach a higher space mm-hmm. and a higher collective, Hollywood can't be there because Hollywood is 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 a part of the right. It's, it's the beast. So mm-hmm. Hollywood Hollywood can't go to this higher the higher inter- consciousness. Yeah. So how does that how does that work on a physical level? Like on a spiritual level, Hollywood mm-hmm. can't go. So what's gonna happen to the physical Hollywood? You know what I mean? Like I'm like mm, I don't I don't know if I want to be next to Hollywood to find out. <laughs> mm. Cause like yeah. I'm like I can I can theorize and be like okay well maybe you know this this, this and this and this but yeah. it's like um, it, it could also be you know like Hollywood gotta go because I feel like you know in order for the on the physical level unless we talking about a, a where this spiritual evolution is purely spiritual and we not in these physical vessels but on a but if we in these physical vessels as we transperson into this age of Aquarius a lot mm-hmm. of these physical structures can't go because they 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 are the 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 perpetuators of that lower vibration existence so how are they going to be taken out is it going to be peaceful or is it going to be through you know through fire and and if it's and if it's through fire how many casualties casualties Mm -hmm. would there be who who weren't you know for instance a part of hollywood but they in that vicinity are they you know they 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 was around you know what i mean yeah yeah well that's that's kind of what happened with um the blm movement where like you know if it shit went viral now people are are saying like fuck you to the police you know but the thing right. is is like um you're fighting that that fire with the fire like um i don't know right, if that, right. it, i think that works in the in the short term like it it, it kind of does help people release but if they're operating at a same no, level no, no. of hate that they that the person was doing like, i'm not saying like turn to other cheeks i'm just saying like it kind of does it feeds the paradigm you have, you like, have to be the same st- paradigm strategic of and, violence and, you know and that anger. like for instance yeah. what you said with the black lives matter movement like that movement in no shape or form is for the betterment of of of, of so-called black people that movement is a political movement for whatever mm-hmm. means they want it to be on their website if you if and i read this a year ago so they might have changed it but when I when you go when I went to their website and read you know the about me section and uh, what is our mission their mission statement had nothing to do with with the so-called black man not once did they mention the black man in their mission statement they mentioned trans people mm. they mentioned homosexual people but they did not mention the the black man they mentioned the black woman they mentioned the black child but they refused for whatever reason they did not mention the black man yet the reason why they have so much power and so much money is off of the deaths of black men. You know, there's a lot of black women who died too, like Sandra Bland and others like that. But Black Lives Matter started off the back of, of Trayvon Martin and um and uh the dude who died in St. Louis. I forgot his name right now. Um, Mike Brown. Of Trayvon Martin and Mike Brown. But at the same time, hmm. y'all 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 saying that y'all that they're um that they don't, they they're not with the the um the traditional family structure of the man and the wife and the child. That's what they said. They they um they subscribe to a a, a, a different family structure than that. And it's like that's that's the nature structure. You got the dad, the mom, and the child. That's one, two, three. Like ABC. That's that's the structure. But you know, so it's like that movement 
in itself yeah. is a is a is a is a, a channeling force to take that energy from those people who are mad and need an outlet and, and need an expression to to channel their energy because the 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 billions of dollars or millions of billions of dollars mm-hmm. that they've gotten I haven't heard of a lot of black neighborhoods being re re reestablished or being built up or you know what I mean I haven't heard of nothing like that yeah because like if you really think about it like there's there's way like there's a lot of people like a black uh, in the black community there's a lot of right. um, black males dying every day. And uh oh, and, and and uh that was a part of why I moved out of LA too. That kind of brought it back full circle because I was um I was researching a lot into uh, geometria. I don't know if you heard about geometria. Every word is a number, and every um like you could you could like certain words carries like um uh, a pattern of vibrational frequencies like that connect like it's like um like a what was his name George Floyd. Okay, so George Floyd. And it's like, it'll be like dates, it'll be like the numbers, the names, like, for instance, like I say, the, the big thing in the news last year was like toilet paper. And um, toilet paper, I think it was like 56, if I'm not mistaken, and 56 was like everywhere in 2020. So toilet paper equals 56. And on the news, there was like, oh, toilet paper, toilet paper, toilet paper. But mm. toilet paper is also like mind control. And toilet paper is also coronavirus. And toilet paper is also, it's like, all these different things is, is uh 56 and um and it's like so they toilet paper you know this this that and it's like why mm-hmm. why are all those different things still on that same number you know frequency and they all connecting like um so for instance like you said with with that narrative of one of the reasons why they may choose individuals to spotlight in the news as opposed to them talking about for instance with um with a lot of with a lot of uh, Mexican people, how with the border, people going missing every day. It's it's supposed to be sex trafficking and child trafficking. It's supposed to be crazy, but I don't hear about it yeah, on the news. I hear about it from from different articles and different people who speak on it, but I don't hear about no nope. Mexican cartel and United States collaborating and sex trafficking people and kidnapping. Um, Kidnapping uh, unregistered people or undocumented people. I don't hear about none of that. George Floyd, you know, they recorded him being strangled. He was recorded being strangled. The video was like eight minutes mm-hmm. and I believe 46 seconds or, or 16 seconds. One or the, one or the two. But so George Floyd was, yeah. was strangled. The yeah. video was eight minutes, 46 seconds. His, and then you have 9-11. The, the planes hit at 8.46. So this is the, you know, and that's, a ne- and that's another big, you know, like, for instance, what they say, false flag. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had also Dave Chappelle chooses to do a, a, um, a comedy special called 846. And then Dave Chappelle, his birthday is on, on, on 824, which is mm-hmm. the numbers for Kobe Bryant. He wore eight. He wore 24. Uh, Dave Chappelle, I think he was supposed to, like, host the Grammys the day Kobe died. Yeah. But he couldn't. He didn't go because because Kobe died. And then in the whole the whole time, they doing the uh, the Grammys. It's the eight and twenty four hanging because of Kobe because they had it at the Stable Center where Kobe played. So the day Kobe dies, they having the Grammys at the Stable Center. They hang his jerseys, the eight, his yeah. banners, the eight and the twenty four. Dave Chappelle mentions it in his comedy special that's connected to George Floyd because it's called eight forty six, which is the same time nine eleven hit towers and then. 
You have George Floyd, which is from mm-hmm. Minneapolis, which is where the Lakers are from. And that's the team Kobe played for. That's the original place where the, the Los Angeles Lakers came from. Because it's you know, Minnesota is the is the uh the place with the mini lakes. And it's the Lakers. So mm-hmm. um then you had and it was the um and it's called the Twin Cities and like how it's connected to the Twin Towers. That's where George Floyd died. And then one of the people who was connected to it was a former NBA player who used to call George Floyd his twin. And his name was and his uh his name is Stephen Stephen Jackson. And he used to call him twin. And so it's like, and then it happened in the Gemini season. So you got all this twin, twin, twin stuff. It's in the twin cities. He got an NBA player who he called twin growing up, George Floyd. He just happened to die and he got an NBA close friend who they called twin growing up. And his city is connected to the Lakers and they win the championship that year and Kobe Bryant played for them and died. And George Floyd and Kobe Bryant both have daughters named Gianna. So yeah, they both died. Both their daughters name is Gianna. Both their last name equals uh mm-hmm. equals 26. So literally both him and Kobe's daughters have the same um like uh some of the same name number placements when it comes to Gematria. G- G- um right. So so Gematria. Hmm. Even with George Floyd, you know, and then they, they attached uh, Floyd Mayweather because he another Floyd. They attached Floyd Mayweather onto it. Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather comes out. He's like, I'm going to pay for the funeral. What do they bury him in? They bury him in, like, I think they said a a, a 24 co- a 24K um, diamond casket or something. George Floyd. Now it's it's the same. It's still that 24 for Kobe. It's the 24, 24. So a lot of. Yeah, stuff with COVID was directly connected to Kobe Bryant and Kobe Bryant's death. When you start to look at like the numbers, it was like just because even Kobe was buried in um in Corona Del Mar. Yeah, that's where he was buried at, and he died, you know, in, in January. And then by March, COVID is popping. And on the mm-hmm. day, on the day, COVID is a declared as a as a um national disaster or a pandemic was on uh three eleven, which is a big number, which is a big number within like the Skull and Bone Society and all these different things. Yeah. Um and the day they announced that they shut down the NBA, which is connect back again to Kobe Bryant. So the same day it's announced that it's a pandemic, it's a day that they shut down the NBA. And the reason why they shut down the NBA was because of a team, it was the Utah Jazz, which was the last team that Kobe Bryant ever played. And his whole yeah, and his whole basketball yeah. career, the last team he played was the Utah Jazz. Really, and the NBA was shut down because of the Utah Jazz player having the COVID. And um, and uh, yeah, so it's just like all of that stuff was also a part of you know just a, a lot of the um, yeah, of the reason why with uh for for me moving out of LA because a lot of the Kobe Bryant stuff also connects to like San Francisco. And the Golden Gate Bridge and like the Golden Gate Bridge is uh like supposed to represent like a phoenix and the San Francisco flag is the phoenix. And it's like we was talking about earlier with, you know, the, the birth of the new world and, mm-hmm. and the death of the old world. So it's like that the phoenix was heavily around, you know, that, that Kobe Bryant. And it's like a lot of earthquake yeah. symbology, like even for that day, um, I think the day Kobe died, Tyler, the creator, 
who's from LA, performed his song Earthquake at the Grammys the day Kobe died. Yeah, and, and, and it's like even um with uh oh, San Francisco, that's actually where the Church of Satan was established, was in San Francisco. And um yeah, so it's just like, you know, all these and even when you and even in, in uh mm. near San Francisco you have the uh Bohemian Grove where where they where they have, you know, their yearly, you know, meetings and everything. So it's like all oh, this, you know, crazy things that go on like in California. And it's like, okay, on on, on a on a level, on a gematria level, which is like the numbers, it's like, okay, it's just a lot of stuff going on with that. But it's also just like when you look at it from a uh, like I said, from a, a a karmic level of like it's a lot of things that happens in California, like uh, and it's like, okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> you literally just blew my mind with all, with all that shit. Um, I'm I'm gonna look more into Gymetria. Um, I never really heard about it until you mentioned it. I I know we're kind of um getting towards the end right now and um getting it to wrap up. Can you you mentioned uh self employment? Can you can you share like um where can people um, um find out you about you and what what is it that you do and then how to um, connect with you and what you're doing on Instagram? Ancestral Alchemy is A N C E. S T R A L and then Alchemy A L K H E M I Ancestral Alchemy. I um do wire wrap crystals and basically if you're not familiar with uh you know crystal work, crystals are, are precious gemstones and they emit vibrations in order to bring us in a sense back to our natural state. You know, like how how um bees or bugs or animals or whatever like you said with the with the polar bear like you know they vibrate at that at that at that natural state of of align with the earth and it's like as humans we've with all of our technology Mm -hmm. not even just technology but technology our our uh our capacity to have these thoughts and mental things create so many different walls whether it's trauma whether it's abuse whether it's that that um unalign us with our energies our chakras that put us out of our natural our natural state you know and and these crystals help us release and realign with those with those natural faculties that we you know were originally not even born with because you know even in the womb we've taken on a lot of stuff and even with uh epigenetics we've taken on a lot of stuff from our parents but that we can tap back into you know just being uh, realigned with nature and realigned with source, you know what I mean? That that drives the um the unseen. Yeah, man. Uh, appreciate that. Um, you have any final uh, thoughts or anything else you want to add? Um, I know that uh, we're definitely gonna do this again because there's a there's a other topics that um we could um, uh, dove into before when like it, it had uh, disconnected or whatever. What I was go- what I was saying about you know the third eye and the importance of uh language and everything yeah. and and um and the symbols was like you know was that basically you know it, it's like the words dang, I, I kind of forgot how I was gonna phrase it but basically like the words kind of become a box and, and for instance when in my mind you know or in your mind you can see a tree and you don't need the word tree to you know to know what it is. Because you know what it is based off, you know, like it, you know, but but once it's, you know, this thing, then it's like it, it, it has a definition yeah. and it has a history and all these different things that connect back to that. But it, and it's and it's um, 
Well, there is a limitation with language because even even if like even by you describing consciousness or God, like it, it's um, it's it's a limitation itself right, because right. the minute that you put a label on on uh, who you are, what it is, you you neglect all the other aspects of it. So you know, um, certain things with your intention, and, and you know, and, and that's the part of the imagination, you know, in the third eye is to to be able to bring yeah. those visions into our, to our fruition, you know, from our uh, our physical practices, our rituals or whatever have you. But it's it starts, you know, like in in that in that space of imagination. Cause we, we receiving these calls at all times, but it's like a lot of people phones is on mute because of the disconnection of us and and ourselves and you know in our higher selves so it's like you can't yeah. you don't I, I, that was literally in, in my meditation earlier today which is which is interesting I, it was like it was like a phrase that I was like that came to my mind and it was something like it's like does God speak to you or something I don't know it was some and it and it was and it was based around the uh, the premise of that you know it's like you being able to pick up that phone you know what I mean you being able to to hear you know like when you wake up it's like that alarm clock it's like you know the alarm been going off but a lot of people pressing snooze or it's on mm. it's on mute mute and it's like when you can when you can hear it it's like it completely transforms your whole life you know what I mean yeah. in every aspect and it's the same and intuition is a is a um, is that is that like you know that vibration or that call when it's like hey like um yeah you know i don't think you want to go down that street or I don't, I, maybe you shouldn't invest in this or maybe you should do this or whatever but it's like you know it's that that conversation with your higher self and that whether it's and, and sometimes it's not even a conversation with words it's, it's a it's a feeling it's a um it's an image you know it's a it's just a moment you know but it's it's that conversation with your your, your higher self of of you in that space of, of all of yeah. all possibilities because it's like you know you literally seeing the future in a sense because it's like hey like I shouldn't I shouldn't go out driving today and then you know it's a big pile up on a freeway or something you know like you was in the future like yeah. you literally in in the in in the all when you were able to tap into that you know what I mean well yeah man uh, I appreciate you um you kind of sharing your energy, your perspective, my individuals and, and be able to, you know, share, you know, these thoughts, like you said, with, with others, just for my benefit as well as theirs. Cause you know, it's, it's, it's mental exercise. And also, like you said, I, I grow from hearing what you have to say about what I think and how I've grown. And, you know, it's just, it's just working together in order to, to blossom into that, into that, to that new, to that new space, you know? So I, I appreciate, you know, you bringing me on. I share. Watch this. Lefty did it. Lucky, I can't help it. Too much love, no selfish. Embracing imperfections, that is why I'm so damn perfect. And my heart is filled with gold, that's why I'm shining.